Okay, we are live for another edition of our weekly Friday market update. Every Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific time, I highlight all the different headline articles of the Bay Area real estate market. I go over my thoughts as to what is happening and get, share some of my own personal experiences as I make about four or five offers every single week. And of course, this is a live show. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out on the comments below. Or if you're not able to tune in live, you are welcome to leave a comment in the comment section and I will certainly get back to you as soon as I can. Let's jump right into it. So every major Bay Area city has seen home values go up in the pandemic, except for one. Can you all guess what it is? It's not too difficult to guess, but um, I think you'll be surprised as, as which cities have actually increased the most from a year over year perspective, from February to February perspective. So as you may guess, the one that did drop is San Francisco. It actually dropped 3.2% a year, year over year, which isn't that much as many people would have thought. A lot of people thought there's been this massive exodus. We heard all these, quite frankly, BS uh, articles all over the place related to San Francisco is tanking and so on and so forth. Now, it's part correct on the rental market, but it's not necessarily true on the home price side. But let's go down this list. Look at this. San Mateo only increased 1.6%. A lot in the peninsula did not actually go up a whole lot. But who are the big winners? As you can see, a lot of the big winners are the South Bay. San Jose, 14% increase. Santa Clara, 12.2%. Sunnyvale, 11%. Right? These are pretty uh, large numbers of increases. Now, however, keep in mind, this is February 2020 to February 2021. What are the things that you'll likely see if we look at, let's say, maybe June to June? My guess is that San Mateo County will probably be some of the highest because a lot of people had initially stopped looking in San Mateo County last year because they chose places in the East Bay or places in the South Bay. Uh, however, people have clearly gotten back to San Mateo County, which you'll see momentarily. Um, so I suspect these numbers will change depending on the year over year time frame we look at. But as of February, look at these figures. Incredible to see. Um, pretty incredible growth uh, altogether. So estimated home values for most of the Bay, Bay's other cities increased by more than 8.8%, the national average for urban areas. Uh, so interesting to see altogether. Um, clearly, people have not left too far away from San Francisco. They just went across the bridge or in the neighboring counties to buy a new place. Let's take a look at some of the activity that's been happening. So big New York City investors grab Fremont buildings with life science tenants. So a global real estate investor has bought two large office buildings, including one lease to an Elon Musk company. I'm, I'm sure they just use that to gain uh, attention in Fremont's Ardenwood district. So for those who are not as familiar for Ardenwood, this is a very popular location because it's right across the bridge. Um, very, very close to like Newark in that area altogether. So there's a lot of uh, open space there, a lot more uh, office buildings. I think technically uh, Facebook's campus, I don't know if that's Ardenwood, but it's very close to it. But there's a lot of uh, large office spaces there altogether. And you can drive by it as you drive through the bridge. What's interesting as well is that a lot of people are very interested. So like Ardenwood, this whole area in Fremont, prices have been very aggressive. So there's a few uh, 
interesting hot spots in the barrier right now. That area is a hot spot. I have a client that we unfortunately lost this week. Uh, it was a property in kind of the Ardenwood area, kind of single family home. They listed it for about 1.2. That was a fake low price. Uh, if you look at the previous data of the last two months or so, it was closer to 145, but it ultimately sold for 155. So it was significant. It was a good amount higher than just one month ago. So it's just something to be mindful of. Like that Fremont area there, especially, uh, has done very, very well. And I think it will continue to do very well, especially as some may choose to expand in that, uh, you know, that uh, specific section uh, if San Mateo County continues to be too uh, expensive or there's not enough space for them to grow. So it's interesting to see these big moves are still happening. The value of space uh, is clearly still very high in demand. NetApp will move headquarters to San, San Jose Santana Row. NetApp sells the Sunnyvale properties. They've been in those Sunnyvale properties for a long time, and they're going to shift their headquarters to a modern office building in San Jose. Do you know what office space that's going to be? That is where Splunk used to be. I forgot where Splunk is moving to now. I'll have to look into that. But NetApp is basically taking over that uh, Splunk office, which is at the very end of Santana Row. It's a really, really nice space, nice building. Uh, so they're going to move there instead. And that's about, uh, since NetApp sold its Sunnyvale campus for $365 million. Incredible. So they made a ton of money likely on that. And they're going to move to Santana Row, which has a lot of uh, cool space. There's some, there's, so Santana Row, the way it's structured, right? So the bottom level itself is a bunch of retail. On the top level, it has a lot of residential uh, condos, kind of luxury condos, about a million plus dollars for those. They have, and then on the edges, on the side, so you have on the complete one end, this is where, uh, this is at the far end, uh, closer to like the highway. They have a lot of uh, office space there. It was traditionally by uh, used by Splunk. And then you also have the other uh, complete end, which is much, much smaller. I had a few uh, friends and, and uh, that live on uh, that work on the other side, but those are more for like startups. But it's interesting to see that they have uh, decided to take over what uh, Splunk has decided to exit. So really interesting to see. Um, but there's clearly still a good demand for these prime locations. Next, the purchase mortgage market is back on top. For the first time since December 2019's refinances make up less than half of originations. So really interesting to see, right? So as you as you probably have noticed last year, I mean, a lot of the lenders were crazy bu busy just refinancing all day. I had some lending partners of mine that didn't even want to deal with purchases because of you know how long it may take, just there's just more work involved. They'd rather make the money of just doing peer refinances. But now that the mortgage rates have picked up pretty significantly, we're talking about uh, maybe about 3.2% now for a 30-year fix, kind of on average from a country-level perspective. So it's picked up quite a bit. And so with that, there's going to be less and less opportunities for those that have bought uh, in the last, let's say, decade to go through refinances. But it just means it's more of a balanced now market. Now, the lenders will hopefully be a little bit less busy so that they are willing to and able to do a lot more of the purchase side. We see some of these challenges right now. Right now, when it comes to purchases, it's not unusual for appraisers to go out maybe like two, three weeks after you bought a home, which is pretty late. Usually, we want them to go out within two weeks. But 
Hopefully, if there's less refinances, that will lighten the load up, and then there will be less of a backlog, which also will mean there's a potential opportunity for homes to close even faster now. So in the past, we were really stretched for our 30-day close, but now a lot of the banks can do 25 days, maybe even 21 days as things start to lighten up. So keep that in mind because it'll be important when it comes to the uh, strategy of having a shorter close of escrow time. All right, let's take a look at the data itself. So for San Mateo County, there's 203 new listings a week this week, and there's 184 that went contingent pending this week. You may see that the prices continue to increase. It's not as steep as it was versus the January, December figures, but it, but it is still continuing to increase. So keep that in mind for single family. You may notice for condos and townhomes, quite a big change from what we saw last week. It looks like it may have started to either plateau or maybe drop slightly. My guess though, is this will probably equal out again to be a slight increase in the previous month, but we'll see it as we kind of get to the end of the month uh, next week. Let's take a look at Santa Clara County. I mean, look at the number of new listings in Santa Clara County, 575 new listings, which is a very, very high number. So for those that are, once again, for those that are complaining about the lack of inventory, the lack of new listings, that is completely not true. It's a more matter. You may not be looking in the right area because the reality is this is a lot of new listings, 575 a week. This is much, much, much higher than pre-COVID levels. I mean, even pre-COVID levels, we weren't even this high. So this is probably another 20% increase of new options. The caveat though, as you can see, 494 that are contingent pending. So it's still a very high amount that are take being taken within a week. So it's something to be mindful of. When you look at prices, look at this incredible growth over the last couple of months. It has slowed down a little bit. So I suspect it'll be probably around the same. We'll just see, just still see an increase in prices, but I don't think it'll be as intense uh, as we have seen over the last couple of months, which will be a little bit more beneficial for buyers because the appraisal risk will be a little bit less uh, or the gap will be less at the very least. But keep in mind, it will still be higher prices. And also keep in mind, your interest rates have increased. So at the end of the day, your monthly expenses are going to be higher than it was even before. Condos, townhomes, you can see it has actually somewhat flattened out, if not uh, lowered a little bit. I suspect it'll be probably either flat, if not a slight increase from what I've seen. Alameda County, I mean, look at this though. There are certain markets that have done, uh, that are been intense and, and the East Bay certainly has been a big benefactor of the growth. I mean, take a look at this number. As I mentioned in Fremont, red hot, probably one of the hottest markets in the Bay Area right now. Uh, but in general, as you can see, that, that clearly is showing across the board. I mean, look at this incredible growth still in the last month. Uh, so just be mindful of that as you search in the East Bay for properties. Look at condos, townhomes also has been an increase. So it's just something to be mindful of as well. Contra Costa County. I mean, these numbers are incredible. I mean, Contra Costa County now, single family home has now surpassed a million dollars. I mean, look at this week over week comparison over the fall, the previous week. These numbers are incredible. And um, I'm not doing too much in Contra Costa County these days, but um, when I do search, it's, it is 
you know, when I make bids there, I do see these numbers truly being in effect. So I mean, we're seeing pretty aggressive growth. Um, and there's a lot of offers. It's quite amazing for, for me to see this. I'm not sure if it's still people from San Francisco buying or just first time millennials. But the reality is this is incredible growth. I mean, if you're talking about from a year over year perspective now, this is, I mean, this is, this is already 40%, 50% growth. Incredible to see. And it's not being reported that much, which I find it kind of interesting. We're not seeing too many headline articles about this, but you're seeing it first yourself, just the incredible growth in that area. Even condos and townhomes have also increased quite a bit. As you can see, um, all, year record highs done phenomenally well, pretty stark increase as well. This is about like 25, 30% increase within the last year. Pretty amazing to see. San Francisco, San Francisco, as we just saw previously in the very beginning of the chart, if you look at it from a year over year perspective of single family homes, you will see that the that it was somewhat of a negative growth. However, if you pulled it from the April to April figure, my guess and my bet is you'll also see an increase of prices in for single family in San Francisco. Condos, townhomes have been relatively flat, if now now back to a decline. So I suspect this will probably be the case. It gives people a lot of opportunities to buy in San Francisco. So people have that luxury that they didn't have before. You have a lot more options. You have a lot more time to look. But you may see it's not like a continuous decline anymore. It's picked up over the last couple of months. I suspect this number will probably flatten out again. Uh, but we'll see what happens as we, as we conclude uh, the final weeks of April. And then we'll look at the last county. Marin County, Marin County has done very well. You can see this kind of increase, which has been spectacular over the over the, the winter seasons. Pretty tremendous growth. We're at about $1.65 million now for a single family home in Marin County. Uh, there's not a whole lot of condos and townhomes here. So I may just, uh, I'll do this in real time. I'm just going to delete these charts altogether. It's only 600 in the last year, which equates to about like 80 or 90 uh, a month. But as you can see with single family, incredible growth, Marin County continues to be a hot spot. So in general, as you may see, like the market continues to be increasing in all different fronts, whether it's San Francisco, San Mateo County, South Bay, there are certain markets that are much more on fire though, as you can see, East Bay, Contra Costa County. So just be mindful of that as you look, because in those markets, there's a much more massive appraisal risk that you need to factor in. So if you're buying those areas, you need to talk with your realtor, you need to talk with your lender, you need to understand those risks because at the same time, most of these are going non-contingent, but you need to be sure like your money is protected and you do not lose your earnest money from not knowing what it can potentially appraise for. So it's all about kind of recalibrating and kind of figuring out what it'll likely appraise for, ensuring you have the right capital structure for that. And that way you don't get uh, caught and, and, and stuck there. Well, I hope this was helpful. If you found this valuable, be sure to hit that like button. Hit subscribe if you're watching on YouTube or uh, reach out. Love to help you every step of the way with your home buying or selling needs. I'll see you at the next one. Bye now. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of this podcast. If you like this show, please be sure to leave a five-star review for wherever you have searched for it. And if you wanted to talk about your real estate goals, feel free to reach out at any time. You can email me at spencer at spencerhsu.com 
or give me a call or text 408-223-5493. Talk to you soon. Have a good one.